It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Your thoughts as a Mets fan about hearing that next year they don't really like, whether it's the free agent class, they don't like how it fits in with, with their formula with starting pitching, because there are starting pitchers available to go and get. Your thoughts on hearing that, that next year may be a a reset year in a sense or, or an off year. What do you think? So initially when I heard this news, because I, I found out from great people within the industry uh, as the Scherzer negotiations was actively happening. And I, and I heard, you know, that closed door that this was the type of conversation that had. And when I initially heard that, I was like, oh, boy. OK, so we're, we're doing a full reset um we're not even going to be close to competing in 2024 that was my initial thought however after hearing what not only billy yepler had a state but the man at the helm himself and steve cohen just did a video on this uh, because it's valid uh cohen made it abundantly clear that yes i spoke to max speaking uh for steve here uh max asked if i would be all in in free agency this upcoming offseason i couldn't guarantee him that and for valid reasoning uh the mets philosophy heading into 2024 is a team that still wants to be heavily competitive according to cohen and i truly do believe that because that that is the one man out of all people that i trust most in the organization because he's putting his foot he's putting his foot forward he's putting the best efforts in and i do believe that we're going to get the promise to the promised land with him at some point whether that's in a couple years a decade from now whatever it will be i do have faith in him and this what the mets did here i think there's a couple things one how they approached Max and JV, specifically Max, I think there was a certain proponent to kind of make sure that they were going to waive those trade clauses. I think that that to a degree is true. I, I think you look at Max Scherzer, he had one more year on his deal in which he was likely going to opt in, right? And yeah. that's because why would you turn down $43 million when right. you're likely not going to get that? Uh, what, what was Max going to do for the Mets next year that would be any better than this year? And if the Mets don't make drastic changes to a team that already made drastic, some significant moves this previous offseason, the offseason before then, why are we led to believe that this team will be much different than what it currently is? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think the Mets did a good job on kind of swaying both of them saying like, Hey, like we don't, we we really don't know where we're going to be at. We can't guarantee. So we're going to part with you and get the best possible return. And I also do believe according to Cohen, you know, he made it abundantly clear that this is a team that he expects to heavily contend next year. And while they're not going to be as star-studded, yeah. as he noted, it doesn't mean that they're not going to have success. You know, he's like, he he basically said, just because you have big names and big stars does not equate success. I think he learned that the hard way uh, this mm-hmm. year with a Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. So just because they have the pretty name, just because they have the guaranteed future Hall of Fame status does not guarantee that you're going to get said production with what yeah. you have on paper. Just imagine, for example, they signed Carlos Correa, how much worse things would probably be for them right now, just as a little snippet of an example. So he's, yeah. he's quickly learning that you... In order to have sustained success, you have to, again, take some risks. It didn't work out okay, but Mm -hmm. these guys aren't long-term. And he's saying, you know, we're still going to spend in the offseason. 
We're just not going to basically have it where I have to deal with more dead weight of money with the mistakes that I not mistakes, but with the decisions that I made over the past two off seasons and these short term high AV contracts for guys that ultimately had you know only a sliver of success with this team given the time frames available so i i do not i'm not under the notion that the mets are going to sit back sit on their hands and not contend next year i think that they yeah. are and a, a good reason as to why i feel that way the mets heading into, tw- into the 2022 season had a one true goal that was to make playoffs they exceeded those expectations with a regular season performance of over 100 wins yes they fell mm-hmm. short and yes max scherzer did a phenomenal job at Funking uh, when it mattered most in that big game against the Padres and the Braves prior to that. Uh, but point being is that heading into that season, us Mets fans would have been just more than content with just making playoffs after how 2021 went yeah. the first year under Cohen. Now you had it. World Series aspirations, expectations this year completely fell flat. It feels like the pressure was so much, so much weight on their shoulders and they just couldn't get in use and couldn't handle it. And mm-hmm. you knew from 2022 to this, you were expecting similar and they just couldn't do it. So I think having this philosophy, being a little bit more loosey-goosey, making proper off-season moves, not necessarily saying that they need to go out and spend another half a billion dollars because that is not going to happen. I think that's going to set them up to have a fun and kind of surprising 2024 season where they don't have the same added pressure like they did Mm -hmm. heading into this year. No, I think that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. The, the team can compete next year. The team can win. You are going to, you still have talented players on this team. You have, young players that are continuing to develop and going through some lumps right now, smooth those out. And in 2024, you're going to have more young talent that makes their way up. Some of those Astros prospects may make their way up. You may see Acuna make his way up late in the year. There's, there is definitely some good signs. One player though, that I think has to be there for this team to, you know, have a shot to still be a winning competitive team. That's Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Your thoughts, me. your thoughts on Pete and these thoughts of he he might get traded this offseason. What's what's going on? The Pete's the Mets have to extend Pete Alonzo, right? They can't let him walk. Right. Yeah. Uh so from what from what I know about this situation, this is not fluff. I think this is the first thing that needs to be said to anyone that believes that, oh, this is just false reporting that the Mets, you know, that they didn't have them available on the market, that they haven't taken calls and they haven't thoroughly thought about this with them being, you know, a ways away apart mm-hmm. on extension. Farther saying from the truth, this, this is all very much accurate reporting. This is actively happening as crazy as it is to say. And us Mets fans have been a heavy proponent of extending Alonzo. However, the likelihood of that happening right now, I can't say it's strong, especially for Pete's case. Uh, unless the unless Steve Cohen is going to be generous, which he very well is all the time, um, and really gives Alonzo the exact number he's looking for. If you're in Alonzo's case, why would you want to extend? Aside right. from you know loving New York and being here, and you know he is the face of this team in a lot of ways. He's like a David Wright 2.0. He's he's a true leader. Uh, the fans love. I love him. It feels like mm-hmm. yesterday I witnessed his first home run in person at City Field just a couple of years ago, and now he leads uh, the Mets in home runs at City Field. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's only been a couple of years, and that's happened, right? So Alonzo has been nothing short of a blessing for this club, and I truly hope that he retires a Met. Having said that, however, um, they're they're clearly apart right now in extension talks. I wonder to what extent are the Mets kind of playing a little bit of hardball here? Um, 
for what reason? I'm not too sure. I know that Pete right. has been streaky this year. However, given benefit of the doubt, a lot of that afterwards was from the Charlie Morton injury. I, I know, don't get me wrong, this has not been the, the kindest year to Alonzo, and he has had uh, more loops in his swing, has not been as clutch as what we've liked to see. Uh, 2022, in my opinion, was his best season of his career, better than his rookie year. Uh, just was able to hit the ball the other way, choking up on the bat much more, not uh, much more, not chasing slider down the way nearly as much, right. taking his walks, not chasing up and in. Uh, this year has not been the same. He, he has had a lot of those same struggles that we've seen from years prior. And I think the Mets, if you're in the Mets shoes here, it's a really tricky situation because on one hand, you have arguably the face of the Mets, a young dominant slugger who has the most home runs in baseball since arriving in the league in 2019. But two, you also know that this is to Pete Alonso as much as we love him. He's not a Supreme caliber defender at first base. He does get streaky and mm -hmm. you know, power hitting first baseman aren't the hardest thing to come by, especially right. if you are a team with a great analytics department, we see them year after year after year. And a lot of these guys end up without jobs after a number of years, uh, because you go from first baseman to DH. And then, you know, if you're say struggling with the contact, you know, say you're hitting, you know, just around the Mendoza line, if not a little below it, uh, but still hitting 30 nukes, you know, that might only get you so far. So I think they're weighing all those options, but don't get it twisted. Pete Alonso needs to be extended. He needs to be here. I think it'll be not only smack in the face to the Met, uh, to us Mets fans, but I think it'll just be something that they will deeply regret for years and years on that. Uh, the same way that under the Wolpons, uh, unfortunately, uh, Steve Cohen hadn't bought the team yet, was still a year away. The Mets allowed a pitcher by the name of Zach Wheeler to walk away on a $100 million contract to the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. And that still haunts me this day. Uh, just one of many examples of uh, poor decision-making previous front office did, yeah. and hopefully we don't see a uh, similar mistake, but to a higher magnitude now in Alonzo. Again, cannot say enough great things about him. Had the yeah. pleasure of meeting him for the first time earlier this year at a Jeff McNeil's charity event. Great guy. I mean, just, again, the face, arguably the face of this club, along with Nimmo, along with Lindor, and a guy that I truly do believe can be an X factor in helping the Mets having a deep playoff run should, again, he be on the club. So fingers crossed they get it figured out because if they don't, I will be the first to call out everyone, starting with Steve, on it. Yeah, no, it, he's a face-of-the-team guy. He is. A, he feels like the New York Mets, and that's different. You're right about how there are you know, a, a slugging uh, slugging first baseman are not hard to find. Uh, he does not play elite defense, but what is hard to find is somebody that just sort of encapsulates the team, the city. Uh, he steps up. He can be a leader. He feels like he's, I mean, he's at the home run derby every single year, and it almost feels like it's an advertisement for the Mets when yeah. he's out there. So it's fantastic. And looking at the 2025 free agents, so again, you got one more year with Pete Alonso. He's not a free agent. To anybody listening, he's got one more year of arbitration, and then he would be a free agent. So the, the, the thought is you, you trade him in the offseason and whoever gets him has that year. But you don't have a lot of free agent options at first base. Uh, if you, let's say you roll one more year with Pete, take that final year of arbitration, and then you let him walk, there are not going to be many options available. And so then you're going to have to look at traits, and then you have to start looking at moving from the system. I, I, I would hope that they can get this done 